Part 2, Episode 10. Okay, I have a check-in. Reminder that we'll cut out every time we say things like that. So, um, last episode, or like the episode before, we spoke about like vegetarian food. <gasps> okay, I have a, my check-in has to do with this too, but go on. <laughs> It's always bad, Josh, isn't it, guys? It is always that bad, Josh. (laughs) Um, But, like, I just, I feel like this is, like, a, this really grinds my gears sort of thing. Fucking, like, why, like, burgers are really booming in Sydney at the moment, which is great. Why do people think that putting a mushroom on a burger bun makes it a vegetarian burger like burger is a term for something like if you're not deep frying that mushroom or like stuffing it full of cheese that's just a mushroom sandwich i'm getting like really fucking over this guys and then anyway the other day my favorite veggie burger in sydney were taken away so i was complaining to the pub owner about my halloumi burger and he was like let me give you our new veggie burger on the house and i was like okay um wait why are we complaining about it because I that was my favorite burger and they took it away. They took it off the Wait. menu. Oh, okay. So then he gave you something on the house. Okay. Yeah, anyway, and it had um and he was like, Our new veggie burger is so great. They're like, it's like a sweet potato quinoa kind of patty. Mm-hmm. And instead of bread, it comes on two slices of fucking mushroom. I like mushroom, don't get me wrong. I'm just like, once you've just wedged quinoa between two slices of mushroom how is that a fucking burger okay i'm like really angry i get really fired up about i've never i've never i'm sorry but i've never heard of this this must be an australian thing so basically it's a burger a veggie burger but instead of the bun it's just two mushrooms well no i just explained that it's specifically this pup thing but yeah oh it's so it's it's very okay well yeah that's complete and utter buffoonery it's Um, that's insane Thank you. Uh, do you remember when there was a KFC sandwich that was like, it was like a sandwich, but instead of bread, it was just two more fried chicken yeah, pieces? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember so that. It's like that, except not appealing in any way. I mean, that's that's so awkward to like eat. I know. It's like a stuffed mushroom, but like deconstructed. And then called something super pretentious. That's fucking stupid. Thank you. Know, you. Send me. You don't have to say it on the on the podcast. Send me the Yelp page of this place. I'll fucking take them down. Actually, like the guy that runs the place has dealt with two of my tantrums now. One over the fact that they called the cauliflower and they don't serve cauliflower. And then second over this what? burger. So I like I don't want to keep ruining their lives. They're actually really nice. No, people. they sh- they do- nah, no 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 no. It can be nice, but they deserve that. You, that's fucking stupid as shit. It's like, it's like call, calling a place salt, which there are plenty of places called salt. And they're like, we don't put salt in any of our stuff. It's that intentional. It's, oh, cauliflower. Oh, did you want cauliflower? Guess what? We don't have any. Haha, ha, isn't that artsy and performancey and fucking, fucking 2016-ish to bullshit? To be fair, I think it's been called a cauliflower for like 50 years. Basically. Fucking kill yourselves. 
All right. Whew, that got me riled up. Josh got real riled up. It's kind of great when you're kind of riled up about something and someone gets into it. It's so dumb, dude. Like, God. But yeah, I think they have been called the cauliflower for like 50 years. And they have nothing with cauliflower in it. Oh, they said they do now. So I chucked that tantrum like a year and a half ago. It's a separate tantrum. I probably am the reason why they do now. It took Cassie Waldron complaining to finally realize that maybe you should have something on the menu with the food that you've named your restaurant after. Good Lord. Again, not a restaurant, a pub, and I'm pretty sure it's been you know called what? the Cauliflower why... for like 50 years. Okay. You know what? You know, uh, tomato, potato. <laughs> um, okay. You have a checking in. Checking in. Yeah, so it's also about vegetarianism. So I... Um... Wait, 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 wait. You launched in a way that you're not going to be up to edit the music there. Oh, so yeah, I have a... Checking in. Is that good? Was that Gunner's little feet? Yeah, did you hear that? Yes, so cute. Yeah, he's a cutie. What 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 do you think Gunner. about his personality now that he's been around for a while? He's kind of a big. I mean, he's really chill, but he can also be like a big goofball. He loves belly rubs. He like gets like. So when he plays with other dogs, he's super nice. There's no like aggression from him at all. But when he does play with other dogs, he barks and growls, so it sounds mean. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then he like he like gets really whiny, not whiny. He like sometimes if there's another dog, he won't do anything. Other times if there's another dog just walking, he'll like he'll like. But he's always wagging his tail. He wags his tail so much. Everyone thinks he's beautiful. He's so cute. He sleeps on the bed with me, but he won't. My bed is really high, but I know that like even if it was lower, he wouldn't get up on it himself. So I have to pick him up. And then he also doesn't really like coming on the couch, which is so dumb because Gunner, if you were on the couch with me, I could pet you so easily and so much longer. Like if I'm watching TV or something, I feel like, you know, he, he needs to learn a little bit about how to, how to make it easier for other people to do nice things for him. You know what I mean? He puts himself last. (laughs) <laughs> sure he's so wonderful daisy are you hearing this he's really great you could teach daisy yeah. a thing or two I've, been taking, I've been taking Back. him to the dog park um every day and i'm probably gonna take him to the dog park after this so so cute oh. um, okay checking in so yeah there's this i have this friend um I had a bunch of friends visit. I was there was a bunch of people like visiting me for the last couple of weeks, and one of them, um, she she's a vegetarian. She's twenty four, twenty five, and she told us that she's been a vegetarian from birth. She her parents decided that she uh, she was going to be a vegetarian from birth, so she's never eaten meat. She has no concept of meat. Of the texture, of the taste, of of the myriad of of, of different types of meat, and it's almost like she, there's like this fifth sense that can be awakened in her. Like she, it's not like oh well, I haven't eaten meat for twelve years. It's like no, I've never done this thing that ninety nine percent of the world has probably done. I just think it's fascinating. I think her parents are pieces of shit, 
And I think it's fascinating. I disagree about appearance entirely. Um, I know so many people. Well, one other person I told this to disagrees. That's okay. I but. completely disagree. Um, but also, she could never eat meat. You realize that? That's one of the reasons why her parents are pieces of shit. Nah. Yeah. No. They made a huge decision for, I mean, okay, listen, parents are pieces of shit for so many reasons. There's so many worse things parents could do. Yes. And uh, fine, they're not pieces of shit, but it was a piece of shit move. They basically said, hey, you're never going to eat meat again in your life, whether you want to or not. I think that's a shitty move. No. How? All right. Tell me why. Because your parents, like, whether you're super aware of it or not, a lot of their decisions are lifelong decisions for you. Um, and, like, as far as that one goes, it's better for your health, it's better for the environment, and it's better for animals. Yeah. And, like, you're – like, True. I don't know what meat tastes like anymore. I honestly don't. Um, it tastes really good. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, totally true. But, but I just feel like I feel like that person, herself. if anything, got a real head start. They're on a plant-based diet, which is perfect. It's just great. You know, if her parents were like, "Hey, we're going to speak another language or enroll you in an immersion school from birth," that would be awesome. She didn't make that choice, but that's like a super positive change. Vegetarianism, yes, it, uh, yeah, we should all be. I don't think we should all be vegetarians. I think we shouldn't figure out how to like what they're doing, grown meat in labs and shit and figuring out greener uh, ways to make meat because the world's going to die. I think we all just learned that a couple days ago, 400 whatever's of carbon. So we're all dead. That's our fault. But I think she should, that's a decision she should have made herself. Just like raising somebody super fucking religious. Like we or- all should be, we all should be vegan. We don't have to live off animals and the products of animals. It's like not sustainable. There are far better ways to live, in my opinion. That's why I think we should start. That's why we should keep growing meat in labs. We're already starting to do that. I think meat is cool if we can do it without hurting the environment. Um, I just don't think we need it. Well, we don't need it, but there's plenty of things in life that we don't need. I mean, shit, we don't need cheese. So that we, we yeah, can go but vegan, I mean, that's but then, what I'm saying. We would, I, I but think then we, we don't, but vegan. we don't need nuts. You don't really, I mean, really, if you well, think about it, we only need like a gray kind of paste with some protein and nutrients. We don't need that extra flavor. Well, we don't nuts need are salt. A, nuts are a very easy to produce resource and for, and um, source of protein. No, I know, but I'm saying like. So I'm saying we do need nuts. Okay, then we don't need broccoli. We do need broccoli. Don't need carrots. Not really, no. We could. There was this thing I saw a few years ago about this guy who invented. He's like, you know what? I'm sick of food. I'm just going to figure out how to make the simplest, most efficient meat, not even like nu- nutrients, uh, uh, substance for me to consume every day to like keep me alive and healthy. And he just made this like gray paste pretty much that he ate and that had everything he needed. Um, so yeah, like we don't need all that stuff. And obviously I'm taking it to that very extreme, but I'm saying that like, like, I don't think that there's any point in arguing over whether we need carrots or things like that, because we don't lose anything through them. What I'm saying is we don't need meat and there's no, if we could grow it in a lab, that would be tight. But why do that when the people could be researching proper shit? Because I feel like it's, 
way more practical to somehow, even though all this is almost seems impossible, but it's, it's more feasible to get people to eat a different kind of meat, everybody in the world, than to get everybody in the world vegetarian or vegan. I mean, that's never going to happen. But if we could start producing alternatives to meat uh, or lab-grown meat as opposed to like, you know, livestock, I feel like that could sway a lot more people as opposed to saying, hey, 7 billion people, let's all somehow be vegan. Like that's so, like how is that going to happen? And you know? it's, it's upsetting that it won't. Did you hear that during that, Daisy had a bad dream? Did you guys hear? You would have heard it on the recording, I reckon. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Maybe no, I'll hear it on re-listen. I just want to explain to everyone what was happening. Is it's just my dog having a bad dream. She's not, like, dying. Oh. Gunner has this, too. It's really cute. Right? Sad. It's so cute. <laughs> and you have to pat them back to sleep, which is what I'm doing right now. She's looking at me like, please pat me back to sleep. Aww. Um... Okay, bad advice line. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Bad advice line. Okay, so I um, give out my Netflix password, like candy, to <laughs> kids I want to fuck. <laughs> Let's just, you know what? That was Let's just stop the podcast right there. <laughs> Cassie likes to fuck kids and give them candy and no. watch Netflix. I'm saying what, that Netflix and chill or Netflix and fuck kids. They'd give away candy like statutory rape. <laughs> like a pedophile who wants to fuck kids. Yeah, like they give away candy, and for some reason, I give away my Netflix password. Like it means nothing to me. Um. But, like, I say the same thing to everyone I give it to. I say, like, don't, like, pick any of the other profiles. I don't give a fuck. Don't use my profile. I don't give a fuck whatever else you do. Just don't use my profile because, like, it annoys me when its suggestions for me are, like, completely off. Uh-huh. And it okay. also annoys me when I, like, get the chance to watch Netflix and not log on to, like, watch, like, episode four of Jessica Jones because it takes me forever for whatever reason. And, like, it's not even on my what I'm watching anymore because someone has been watching shows on my profile. But because I give away my password so much, yeah. I, like... Uh, so, what advice... Are you... what? I'm, I'm looking you up asked? to it. Chill. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. I give away my password so much that I can't figure out who is watching on my profile. What should I do about this? How do I find this person? How do you find, so you gave out your password to a bunch of people and one of the people, it, one of the, they're on your profile fucking your shit up on your like profile, but you don't know who it is. They're not meaning to fuck with it, but like, it's just giving me stupid suggestions. What? Are, well, first of all, I think you should, what are they watching? Okay, let's pull it up. That's, that's your evidence right there. That Those are your clues. Well, you've Hopefully got, you rem- this is bad advice line. You have to come up with some sort of solution for me. Um, I am coming up. This is my solution. Am I supposed to give you bad advice? No, no. That's just an assumption. <laughs> um, let me pull it up. Let's see what they've been watching. Um, this is um, this is great advice. I already know what I'm like. This is easy. Just make a list of everybody that you've given it to. Then look at what this person no, is watching. No, but this is the problem. I have no idea who I've given Damn, it girl. to. That's what you I'm saying. You don't remember everybody you've given it to? I've given away so often. That's the point of the story. I have no idea. 
Okay. You can only have like a few people on your Netflix, I feel like. No, there's no way. I have at least 10. Shit, you had the password for a well, time. Well, you know some of the people. I remember some of the people. Well, start with that. Try to f- f- figure out which of the people you know of. No, that's the thing. I have a map to link it to any of them. Otherwise, I wouldn't be asking you. Dude. <laughs> so basically, this is the equivalent of anybody in the world could have your Netflix password, and you have to figure out who it is. Well, because someone could have watched- given it to a friend, too. <laughs> like, there's You're so fucked, many man. people. I'm trying to get to it. It's not showing me what I last watched. I'm trying to get to it. Um, viewing activity. Okay. I have an idea. What? The, you, most of these people are guys that you've wanted to fuck, right? Absolutely not, but go on. What do you think I go around selling my, like being like, Dude, hey, you, you want to come said... back to my place? You can have my Netflix password. Oh, I got confused, Cassie, because you started out, you said, I'm giving out my password to people like their kids I want to fuck. And for some reason. No, I'm saying like I'm giving it away like candy. I was going to say like candy to kids. And then as a joke, yeah, I said you've... candy to kids I want to fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was a great joke. Um, <laughs> so, um, well, then never mind that I had an idea, but that doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> but you've also, so then who are the, I love can you remember you the last? That's like, I was like, hey, if you sleep with me, I will give you my Netflix password. Do you think my yeah, life dude. is this bleak? No, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I don't know. So, What's the la- when's the last time you gave your Netflix password out that you remember? God knows. I don't know. You don't remember? No. Nah. Been a while. Chances are the person that's doing this is probably friends with you on Facebook. So I, why don't I you put out a status? People, I hate those people that put a status that really only apply to like a couple of people. Well, I never said this was going to be a, an easy solution. It's, there's nothing, there's, this, you're not going to get out of this without some scars, okay? This was a mistake from the beginning. And hopefully you've learned a lesson. Make a Facebook status saying like, hey, you could just be totally honest. Like, hey, I'm awesome and I give you guys my Netflix password. Least you can do. No, don't don't be mean about it. Just be like, hey, guys. No, uh, they're watching something right now. (gasps) What are they watching? No, I don't know. They're watching something. Well, it's got to be because it's. It's a it? day in Australia, and we're only three hours in. It's a movie called Mothers and Daughters from 2016 with Courtney Cox, Sir, Susan go, Sarandon, and Sharon Stone. It looks like Go shit. on Facebook right now and say, whoever's watching Mothers and Daughters on my Netflix account, cool. I heard that was a great movie, but can you next time go on your own profile? Right now, you got to do it. No. Right now. No. I'll do it, and I'll tag you. Absolutely not. Do not do that. Well, that's my solution. That's my advice. I just like, I don't like, you're right. Oh, 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 I have a better advice. Uh-huh. Better advice. Uh-huh. Wait a couple of days, then make a status about mothers and daughters. Be like, hey, I heard this movie was good. Anyone have anyone seen it? Uh, can you recommend it? What do you think about it? And whoever responds to it probably has seen the movie and might be the person that a... narrows it way down. No, that's like any, that, how is that any less of you know a... What? Bad this Facebook is, status to make. This is called bad advice, and that's bad advice, but it's still advice, <laughs> and it will probably work. 
I don't know what you want from me. I don't know how to hack into Netflix and see who's watching your shit. I don't even think there is a way. Call Netflix, maybe. Tell them this quandary. They'll probably have no sympathy for you. And <laughs> well, I don't think you're allowed to give out your password. And this is your. This is the only way to do it, man. I or just to. at parties when you're with people, just casually bring up mothers and daughters <laughs> and see who responds to it. Mothers and daughters is the only solution here. Or even mention Susan. What what year did this come out? Two thousand six. Like you know what? 16, I feel like Susan. Sar- like this year. Two thousand sixteen. Oh, I feel like Susan Sarandon hasn't done much this year. You I know, know that's why. And someone will be like, like actually, like she is on mothers and daughters. Oh really, Tom? Well, I found you, motherfucker. Get off my shit. Or or change your Facebook password and then just give it or f- change your Netflix password and then give it out to the people you. Wants. No, that's the world's worst solution. I like, I, I want everyone to be able to be on my Netflix. Like, oh, so that's okay. the thing. Like, I turn off my streaming services depending on what I'm watching, but I never turn off Netflix because people, people rely on me. I have a family. Well, family is great, but sometimes there are uh, some duds. Some You guys continue to use some my losers. Netflix on the computer in our old, on the TV in our old home after I moved out. It's true. No, I'm not saying this isn't a It was really nice. I could like see nice what of you guys you, watching. But this was bound to happen and there's not going to be an easy fix, man. Fair enough. You're going to have to single out this person if you don't want to embarrass yourself or any other people. And to single out this person to have a one-on-one conversation with them, you're going to have to narrow the shit down. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is to bring up sons or mothers and daughters during any conversation with anybody for the next foreseeable future until you find this person. Let's practice. Let's practice. Hey, Cassie, what's going on? Welcome to the party. Oh my god, thanks Jane. Oh my god. I just like I just had such a rough day. I feel like I need to watch a good movie. Like you know what? You know who really makes me happy? Susan Sarandon. But I feel like she hasn't done anything this year. Like I want to watch a new I've seen everything she's done up until like 2015. Has she done anything recently? And then someone across the room comes over. Actually, she was in this movie, Mothers and Daughters, and it was great. Hey, fuck you, bitch. Get off my profile. Boom. <laughs> That's okay. that's my advice. That was some bad advice, Josh. Thank you. Some, it's the best advice you're going to get for that <laughs> particular problem. I like, by the way, guys, I want to say that I 100% understand that I did this to myself. <laughs> did it to yourself. And I also want to clarify that I'm not right luring there. dudes back to my house with the promise of my Netflix password. Well, if anyone wants my Netflix password, you can have it. But I mean, I can. I'm not going to tell you on the fucking podcast. Like, but also, yeah, me. One like. If you like my Facebook page, you get my, my password. Story. What did I learn from your story? Yeah, it's don't give Is out there... your Netflix password. No, just don't give it out so cavalier. Like, be a little more discerning with your Netflix password. You literally just said, if anyone wants my Netflix password, you can have it. If they. I changed my mind. If you like my bird fur page, you get a Netflix password. If you buy a bird fur shirt, you get my fucking Hulu password. And that's commercial free. You can't watch, two people can't watch Hulu at once, no matter where you are in the world. Oh, shit, really? 
I gave my sister my Hulu password. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. If you like... No, no. If you buy one of my shirts... What else do I have? HBO Go password. No questions asked. If you buy one of my shirts, I will give you my HBO Go password, and you can watch great shows and movies, such as The Bourne Supremacy... The Born Ultimatum. Whoa. The fourth one. Huge. And the fifth one. The one with Jeremy Renner, which was really weird. It just, they were like, oh, Matt Damon's never going to do these movies again, so we better put someone else in. And then Matt Damon was like, nah, man, I'm going to do it again. And then they're like, Jeremy Renner, sorry, dude. Matt Damon's like, legit West. <laughs> Isn't he playing a Chinese guy in a film at the moment? Come on, Matt. Dude, Damon. let's. I'm kind of bored with the whole uh, whitewashing Hollywood. Yeah, wha- wha- Hollywood's a piece of shit. What do you expect, people? They fucking rape kids and they put uh, Asian actors out of work. And you're sick of us discussing this? It's just too much for you? You just think we should all just... Yeah, I'm bored of it. Push I'm it on the road. bored of it. Josh is no. bored with having to be... Josh, a white male, is bored with our political correctness towards minorities. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, let's not bore Josh anymore with political correctness <laughs> towards minorities. Let's not bore Josh anymore towards representation in media. Or, you know, (laughs) acknowledging the talent of people with color. (laughs) Josh is bored. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Josh is bored. I'm bored. He's bored. Let's complain about um, more important issues, like this guy calling me a cunt. Last time I checked, I wasn't a woman. So, what? What, what, what I just don't get it. Like, really what? Have exercised your wife. Maybe he thought it. Ah, this couple of episodes. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to stay woke, but I fall asleep a lot. I get tired. <laughs> I get tired, and then I'm back to getting just being like, let's just let Matt Damon play an Asian man. Okay. To be fair, though, I don't has like the truth. Like, what's what's the deal with that? Was it supposed to be? Is a character supposed to be an Asian person, and then Matt Damon's playing him? Yeah, well, or it's China it- in the 1400s, so I don't think there were any Matt Damons around. Well, what's what's it about then? It's there's no white people that came to China back then. There in the really 1400s, is just- fucking no, dude. I don't know. Actually, the 1400s wasn't that long ago. Okay, it was, it was a very long time ago. If, my, if Matt Damon is playing a guy that's supposed to be an Asian person, or if it's supposed to be an Asian person that um, they they change historically or something, or like it was originally an Asian character and they change it so Matt Damon could be it, yeah, that's totally fucked up. But if it's honestly, if it's like a historical playing Asian movie, guy. if it's the former, then yeah, that's that's really shitty. And I feel like Matt Damon, of all people, should have realized that. No, like, apparently he's like particularly shit. Um, really? I thought he was cool and woke and hip and shit. No, there's something that he did to offend uh, the LBG. Uh, I can't see everything they have. Any LBGTQQAI. The community. That was really unwoke of you, Cassie. He fed. I, I it's, it it's 4 a.m. <laughs> I don't need to be woke. 
<laughs> I'm in part of my racist sleep hours. This is the sleep where <laughs> you're allowed to be racist at 4 a.m. It's okay. But uh, um, anyway, yeah, we'll what did learn he do? Not to offend Josh by not talking about the things that matter, which is his struggles as a white man. <laughs> a struggle, just like the rest of you. Listen, I, you know, I feel like the worst thing, like, okay, just imagine this scenario. A white guy goes up to a black guy and he's like, and he, he just says like, hey, man, I get it. And just walks away. <laughs> I can see like, you doing that. Oh, my God. Come on. You know, Jesus Christ, you really, you can't see me. Oh, come on. <laughs> I get it. I joke about this shit. I would never actually, this is not how I actually think. I have so many, like, I think about this stuff way too much, man. I, I understand there's no way for me to be truly woke because I am a white man. There's no way, like, I can't, as soon as I reach my woke point, like where I'm the at the apex of being woke, uh, I it's like the game. It's like the game where if you say the game or you think about the game, you lose. As soon as I realize that, any part of me that feels good about that, then I'm immediately unwoke. I can't say it. I can't even talk about being, I can't talk about anything woke related because that's me not being woke because that's me, a white guy being like, I get it pretty much. So I can't get it because then I don't get it. And if I don't get it, then I can't get it. So as a white man, the most we can hope for is like 95% woke. Can I just say, Josh is being so brave today. He's like really letting us into all the struggles of being a white man. So thanks, Josh. See, I can't even talk about not being woke without... Jesus, there's nothing. All right, so basically, even though the whole break white silence thing is very... um, it's I I thought it was important. But the minute a white person talks, immediately just does a disservice to his whole race and gender. So break white silence is a myth. We should all shut the fuck up. And just not be dicks. I think that's right because there's no there's no way to there's no way to be right. Just don't be a dick, guys. Just don't be a dick. Um, epiphanies. Epiphanies. I think that was an epiphany. No, it's way better than my epiphany. But if you wanna, you go first. No, but we're not doing this again, Josh. Remember, I said you have to have an epiphany. You can't put it in a different part of the show. Okay. Remember, I just—that's why these conversations with you are so great because I during them I have epiphanies, and I'm sorry that they don't come. I'm sorry as a as a as a as a white female, my white male epiphanies. Oh my God, I'm so tired. You just will not stop with this. All right, let's no. I'll do one. Go ahead. No, no. My thing is when you when you're like, oh, I've got to check in, but it's also my epiphany. Just make it your epiphany then. But I didn't know it was an epiphany though. No, no. The last time you said I've got to check in, but it's also my epiphany. Yeah, you're right. I did it. That's the last time mm-hmm, I fucked up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, epiphanies. I will go first. Okay, wait. Remember when that guy called me a cunt? That was really hurtful. <laughs> He's hurting. So um, I realized two days ago that I have done one consistent thing my entire like last 10 years, like as opposed to like showering and brushing my teeth. There is one thing I do that I've done for 10 years and I can't believe it's been 10 years, um, which is taking the pill. Yeah. Okay. So it's been 10 years now. So I'm stopping because I'm like, that's weird. It's weird that I've been taking the same pill for 10 years. 
Um, so I'm stopping. Um, I hope everyone else, I keep announcing this to people. I'm just like really excited. I'm really excited to do something different with my body. Yeah. Do you think you'll, do you think your body and mind will at all, uh, change or? Well, I, I'm interested to see because it's been ten years. I don't know what my, what of my body is because of the pill. You know, I yes, I do know actually. It be I mean not the same thing, but I I I do know a little bit. Yeah, it'd be cool. I wouldn't mind if my boobs deflated a little bit. Not that they're giant; they're actually small. I would like them to be smaller, um, just sure, because sure. they inflated. Like a year ago, like two years ago, and I couldn't be bothered. I don't wear bras. I don't even own bras, but I wear like crop tops, like what kids wear when they're like developing breasts. And um, <laughs> and you want, but you want them to be smaller. Well, like no. So my like, I haven't been bothered to buy new crop tops ever since my boobs inflated a little. So gotcha. I'm like, no, I refuse. So right now I'm just like shoving them into things they don't fit in. So I like them to just deflate. I could just buy more crop tops. But it kind of sounds like what I do with my opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Shoving them into things that they don't fit in. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I'll keep yeah. you guys updated about how it goes. Um, yes. Uh, what I'm really scared about is like the main reason why I've been on the pill for 10 years is like you can control when and if you have a period. Um, right. And um, so it'll be interested to know, even know what my body's natural cycle is like. And, cool. Uh, I'll talk to you guys more about my know, period soon. Be, make sure to wear condoms or. Yes. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you should know. anyway, guys, because. The pill doesn't protect against STDs, okay? Yeah, no, guys, wear condoms if you want to be a fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> loser. <laughs> fucking nerd. Nerd. So I mean, condom my, got let me, it. Let me just put my condom on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't find Let me just put my glasses on so I can find the condom. And get the condom Ugh. open. Condoms are so easy to open. I, I don't know why people complain about that. I feel like the slightly more difficult thing is to figure out which side you roll down on. Like, that's not even that hard, but it's a lot easier than, or it's a lot they more difficult than opening. They are easy to open. I will agree with you. They're extremely easy. Like, every, they're all, they all have the, the little ridges, like the little triceratops, stegosaurus spikes. So you can rip at any point in the, in the packaging. It's a it's a um, movie thing. It's like how it pe- people thing, who hang on movies people hang out it's without like, oh. saying goodbye, and they can't get condoms open. And then that causes like, oh, I can't. Oh, I gotta hurry up. Oh no. Oh oh shit. I oh, forget it. I just won't use this condom because it was so hard to open. Oh, yeah. now I created a plot device yeah. for the rest of the movie. Yeah, way people like, open up. condoms uh, in American movies is like. Um, the peen like erections are like this like ridiculously rare thing and you've got to quickly like get over before it disappears like, and I, I have five, no control over this guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it's like, oh my yeah. god, my dick's hot. We don't know when this will happen again. <laughs> but to be fair, I feel like that that is it can be a thing. Sometimes for some people, for many people, it's okay, guys. It's just like it's not a thing the way it's a thing in American movies. You know, if you're worried about it. Make a little tear in the uh, in the packaging before you have before you even get to that point, so you can just rip it open. Or it's a fun like, Thursday night activity for everyone. You sit down, you watch some TV, leave it you out. Take it out first. It's not like it's going to dry up in an hour. 
Wait, how do you know if you're having sex? This is a joke? This is the setup? No. No, I'm wait, like, like, why wait, does what? this person think, like, I'm going to have sex now or I'm going to pre-chair that condom? Oh, if it's like a completely spontaneous thing, but like if you have a girl over, you're going to somebody's house or it's, you're dating someone or it's, I mean, you know, if it's like, oh, I met you at this club and now we're going to fuck outside in this dumpster. Yeah, you probably don't have Josh to. does that a lot. <laughs> yeah, but like most situations for most people probably wouldn't be that out of the blue. Like, oh my God, sex? Let me... No, but I'm saying if you're pre-tearing condom for a use in an hour, I don't know. It just feels very planned. It's not planned. It's not planned. Well, some... Why not? Also, you don't have to use it. It's just there if you need it. But then, as you said, it's got lube in it, and that lube's going to come undone. And Eh. are you just wasting condoms? And then there's condoms become a representation of a time that you believed you would have sex, and then you did not have sex? Just pour some sand on it. Okay. You know what, guys? Just wear a condom at all times. <laughs> yeah. Like that South Park episode? Uh, is that a new one? No. It's an oldie where um, the kids find out about pregnancy, so the guys wear condoms at all times, and Continent keeps pissing into his. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. It's a good episode. Um, good what is your epiphany? Oh, God. It's like such a downer from this point. Um. It's uh, laziness or depression. Did we talk about this already? Today. In the past podcasts. I don't know. I don't know what you're about to talk about all that much. Well, for people who have uh, depressive disorders, uh, you know, it can be tough, at least for me, to distinguish between. Well, this is my epiphany, and it's not really new, but it's an ongoing thing. It's like, am I doing or not doing X because I'm lazy? Or because I'm depressed? Or is it a mixture of both? And I feel like that's an important thing to distinguish and an extremely hard thing to distinguish. Because Why? Because I think it, you don't want to distinguish them. Well, I think I do because for me personally, it's I don't want to feel like it's lazy because then that'll just make me more depressed. Like, like you just, that just it's a feedback cycle and, and then you get more hard on yourself and like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Um, as opposed to, okay, this is a symptom of depression. A, let's not feel horrible about myself because I'm not doing this thing. And then maybe like if something's lazy versus something is because of depression, there's different steps, I assume, I hope you can take to remedy that based on if it's laziness or depression. So my epiphany is just like sometimes these things that you don't do are, isn't, isn't so easy to pin down why you're not doing it. And it would be helpful if you could tell the difference between both of them and maybe it's just me maybe it's just me see me for some extent because i have the same thoughts and i think people do as well where they're like is this laziness or am like is there something more internal going on like whether they have like a depressive disorder or not you know what i mean um but for me sometimes i feel like i like to believe things laziness even if they're not because it motivates me to like overcome it more okay yeah. Like, I'm like, makes sense. let's not be lazy about this. Like, it's kind of good to not have an excuse for yourself because whether it's laziness or being depressed, you're it's going to be better for you to just do the thing. It, it is going to be better for you to do the thing no matter what. Yeah. But, like, sometimes you just can't. No, and I and get that as well. But, like, I'm not sure that defining it is going to help you all that much. I don't know. It may. I mean, I think I think it I think it does. For me, it absolutely would help. Um, 
And I like started writing a little thing about this that I was going to put on my the blog, Birdford blog. And someone was like, dude, people want to, they don't want to come to your website or your Facebook page to like read about that shit. Although to go uh, back so. to Lonely Kids Club, which we've wrapped on the show before, Lonely Kids Club, um, so. great label and um, gave Josh some advice. Um, like I think mm-hmm. people really like that they feel like they know Warwick because when yeah. I like sometimes I don't do it as much anymore because you see his T-shirts more and more out and about, but they're like back in the day. If I saw someone wear his T-shirt, I'd go ask them if they could take a photo and I'd send it to him and they'd like be like, oh, you know him? And like that would be like a thing. Like That's they awesome. really like him. And I think like the more that you open up about yourself, whether good or bad, and he's posted about like darker stuff as well, like – people hmm. people want to be connected to you so i think you should post about it oh shit well that's one saying i should not and one saying i should yeah but i'm a genius and this is this is this is exactly what i found with well yes yeah the other person that said don't do this is the person that said probably wearable which was my alternative my second choice for naming the company that's a good said, name. she said it was not a good name. Oh, okay. Well, that person's wrong about everything then. Um, oh, boy. Well, I, I hope you like Bird for better, but... No, I really do. I really do. It's probably why we're probably, as well. If anyone needs a clothing company name, probably wearable. But yeah, I don't know. I think like... Yeah, I could like do something this, like that. Like, if you like... Like, the point of the blog is to have a personal connection, which obviously drives sales, but... It's not personal if everyone's just seeing you slaying jokes, you know? Yeah. But then there's plenty of plenty of other companies, brands, products that it's just all it's all humor all the time. And that's it works for them. I mean, the things I was talking about last episode with, you know, there's a company and they basically do all their advertising through memes on Instagram. There's no like meme, 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 meme in-depth post about something personal me 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 yeah but they're like a company and you're like a one-man business what i'm saying is like as much as you're selling these t-shirts you're selling yourself you're right like but for a one-man operation in the same way and again this is why i think lonely kids club has thrived because lonely kids club is warwick and now that it's the store works in the store every day well but see i don't have the same i mean I'd love it for it to be that, but I, I'm not that guy. I mean, I, even if I like lived in the same city as like all my friends and had twice the number of friends and like everyone knew me, well, that's the thing. The people don't like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, I can't do the same thing. I don't think, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's fine as well. Like, like I wish I could, I wish I was that guy, uh, but I, I'm not, I just don't think I am. I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to connect with people as much as possible. And you don't have to be that guy. Well, I mean, it would help business. I mean, for sure. Um, My whole thing is like, and again, this is part of compartmentalizing, which I'm amazing at. I just have like, you just like walk into a situation and fake it till you can go home and be yourself. That's my thing. That's great. Again, that's awesome. I Fake don't it have till you go home and hang out with your dog and be yourself. Yeah, and that's again super great. I I can't physically or mentally do that. Like I I can't I can't do that. 
I don't have the ability to, which sucks because uh, my brain is a piece of shit. I think girls are but, better than it, than guys for the record. Yeah, maybe. I well, I think that we've I don't know. been bred to. Maybe if that guy just didn't call me a cunt, I would be golden. But. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I like that was going to be a really profound thought. I feel like we're bred to not be in the way, and one of the ways of doing that is to be super agreeable. And one of the ways to be agreeable is to feel like you're just playing a role. Like when I go to work, sometimes I don't want to go to work. Obviously, everyone feels like that. And like, I just walk in like I'm playing a role. You know what? Maybe it would be, maybe I could do that if I was in a a more stable job where, like you are, where I go into the same place every day and see the same people. Maybe I could. Never do that. Your life isn't, like, don't. I, I'm, listen, man, I kind of want to, I don't want to, but like, I am so fucking broke right now. Like, I'm very, I don't have any money and- I feel like the way that like there's a lot of things about me that are conducive to this lifestyle and that want this lifestyle more, but also this whole lack of motivation thing, laziness, depression, whatever that is, like mm. it's so hard for me to just get and do all the work I need to do to to be financially stable so that like it's just very contradictory. Like I need this way of life, but also I I can't make it work. No, I get that so, and like what you have is so much harder than what I have because you are wholly responsible for not only doing the work, but finding the work. Whereas I like, mm-hmm. I think it's harder in different ways, but also. Well, like I've made this easier. commitment that I have to show up to this office and do my work. Yeah. And so I do. But if I was left up to my own devices, you know, it would be different. Be shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like okay. I was thinking today, like, oh I, yeah, no, let's, let's end. We, you yeah, go sorry, I've got to be up in an hour and a half. What? Yeah, because daylight savings happens. I gotta get up at six. It's four. It's almost four thirty. But it's Sunday. What are you gonna? What do you have to do? I get up at six. I gotta call on, on Sundays? Sundays. I get up at six. I call my dad in America before I go to the gym. Oh my god! See, Cassie, you're no. You you do fine as a freelancer. You have you do all you do great stuff on your own. Like both those things, I'm locked into. To be fair, you know, like my dad. Not really. We were my dad and I. Well, the gym thing. You book my gym in advance, and you like really can't cancel. Um, Okay, which is great. That's what I love about my. Anyway, let's get you. Let's get you to bed. Yes. Um, Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Good episode. Oh, and so again, I just want to thank. We want to thank Zencaster for hosting us all this time. We want to thank Daisy and Gunnar for being woken up in the middle of the night so constantly. And (laughs) we want to thank John Silver and K.L. Leak for making our wonderful music that isn't our wonderful um, intro that Josh made. Um, Go to ljcollective.com and fly by good times on SoundCloud. And I want to thank, oh, man. I got nothing. I'll thank all the people you just thanked. I, I second that thanks. Josh seconds it. LJ's like, it's weird that I haven't met Josh. And I was like, not really. He lives in America. It would be weirder if you did meet me. That's what like I said too. Worked. But he thought that you were like, <laughs> yeah. so LJ's part of my other group of friends. And he thought, and he's met my, so I've got two groups of friends. He's met the other ones. And he's like, it's weird that I haven't met him though. And I was like, yeah, not at all. He's not part of I. I see where he went with that. I'm not part of any of your groups. I'm like, the, I'm just like a weird blip in the radar that just like hovers around 
and and calls you sometimes and prevents <laughs> you from going to sleep. All right. Okay. Good night. Let's do it. Okay. Good night, Cassie. Good night, guys. Bye. That's the end of part two, episode ten. Find a new episode next week. Uh, come like us, you know, on on iTunes and SoundCloud and MySpace. 